Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Hello, and we are so, so excited to have one of our favorite people uh, and a previous guest on this podcast, Mr. Ricardo. Wait, Ricardo, I don't know if I know how to say your name correctly. Pice? That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ricardo Pice. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Hello. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for having me and for this renewed opportunity to share what I do and what I love doing. I'm so happy to be Abs- here. Absolutely. Um, I think in general, we all just have such great conversations. So like, it's always sure to be a great uh, episode. But also, I think what we're going to talk about today is so it's something we haven't talked about in a while. And I think you and I were just talking offline a bit. And some of the things you were saying about it, I was like, Oh, my God, that's like a mind blowing moment, like the way that you're phrasing things. And and by the Mm -hmm. way, we're talking about dream interpretation. But I think there is still so much misunderstanding about dreams and the dream space and how they relate to waking life and, you know, bad dreams and and all of that. And that is your realm of expertise these days. So um, definitely would love to talk more about that. And maybe before we dive into that, could you just give everyone a little just refresher of you, what you're all about, um, anything you feel relevant, feels relevant for them to know if they didn't hear the last one? Okay, so thank you. And so my name is Rick. um, And I do dream interpretation. I've been doing this for over 20 years. I also practice dream journaling. And I encourage people to practice dream journaling, even if it's just in bullet point form. So there's many types of uh, dream recordings that we can make that suit people individually. And uh, in the Dream Interpretation Groups, which is an, a group initiative that I that I have for people to get more accustomed with dream journaling and also interpreting their own dreams, um, we go over like recording styles, just as people might have learning styles. And so I do that. I'm also an intuitive medium trained by Ambrosia Matthews. And Ooh, snap, uh, <laughs> I know her. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and ever the since I came. Ever since I came in touch with uh, the Cloudburster Queen and um, and Ambi, That's like my me, intuition, guys. yes. <laughs> I actually told my son the other day. I was like, "See those clouds? One day I'm going to teach you how to make them disappear." Yeah, and <laughs> I was it. I was in this place where I usually take uh, photographs of the sunrise as opposed to the sunset, and I was looking at some clouds and I was like, "Oh, there goes another," 
And so I was like, it was just a little bit of like a, a bop into the cloud. I was like, yes, I'm not going to push it because I want to focus on other things. Anyway, so I do dream interpretation. I do uh, intuitive um, calls as well, readings. And I am also the creator of the spiritual fantasy graphic novel called The Triad in Tales um, that has like in, at its core a very spiritual uh basis to its approach it's focused on decolonization on the uplifting um protagonist characters that um go all across the the queer range and um yeah it's just like an uplifting message and i hope a refreshing approach to spirituality superpowers and adventures in general and yeah so Yay. It's so cool, you guys. I can't wait for us to dive into that uh, in the latter part of the episode. You'll get to see some of the stuff um, and some of how it is. But yeah, Ricardo, you're just like a true artist at heart and um, you have a lot of cool things going on. So why don't we dive into the dream interpretation world and maybe starting with why is it important to interpret your dreams? Because a lot of people think that dreams are just like, like a lot of people can write off a dream as like, well, that was just a dream or that was just a random output from my brain or whatever. Like, so what's the importance or what's the benefit of interpreting dreams? Well, at, um, from a certain perspective, there are certain dreams that are obvious uh, reflections of an intense experience or, as I've said before, like strong foods that you ate and you went to bed immediately after. And so your body is just reacting and sending you a message like, hey, dude, <laughs> eat a little earlier or or uh, make sure to process these events. Um, like if you go on a roller coaster and you have to go to bed within the next hour or so, it's like <laughs> it's probably not the, the best idea to have like a very quiet night. Uh, so it's really important for us to decompress and really um, cool down from screens and from life uh, outside in general. Um, and I think it's important to interpret our dreams because even though our conscious mind goes to sleep, our subconscious mind is constantly awake. And I call our subconscious mind our intimate cheerleader, our, our hype person, because I truly believe that when we are experiencing dreams, our subconscious mind is communicating with us to support us. And it's, I know that scientists say that our subconscious mind is unbiased and non-judgmental, and I agree to a certain extent, but in my experience of interpreting my dreams and interpreting other people's dreams, I feel like the subconscious mind through the dreams is kind of like this bridge between the soul and the person on earth you know what i mean and is really like okay i'm this is what you're going through this is what you've been doing in your life and how it's affecting and this is the dream and so the symbology and the patterns kind of combine into more like a question uh than than saying hey you're doing this wrong or you're doing this bad thing or you're doing this great or you're doing this great thing um, and it's more of like an open dialogue. And the more frequent, frequently you record or record your dreams and give yourself the time to process them and digest the information that's there, the more you gain confidence in yourself, in your sense of inner direction, inner blooming. Um, <laughs> yeah. And because that's what happens. What happens is that 
there is a natural growth of your intuition, of your self-confidence, of your sense of assertiveness, of, of your direction in life, because the more you become acquainted with the communication with your subconscious mind, the less you are distracted by things that um, don't really matter to you. So I find that it's it's a very close practice to meditation because you really need that moment to write it down or to like record on your notes or whatever you do to record your dreams. It's very important to have that sacred moment with self. Mm. And so each day having this little bit of a practice, even if you can't sit to meditate or if you can't take a yoga class, just giving yourself that moment to register your dreams and to acknowledge that you had that experience and you might not even interpret it immediately, but at least it's there and you know you can go back to it. Mm. It it eases the flow of your mind and your subconscious mind and even your emotional state becomes more pleasant. You just made me realize that in a way it's like us honoring our spirit, like that we are a spirit and we're not a body, right? And like the spirit experiences life in a body and it also experiences life and or just the non-physical realm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like your yeah. spirit goes on after you go to sleep, you know, or or after you really go to sleep. Um so <laughs> that's that's in- <laughs> that's interesting. After you die. Yeah, after you die. Yeah. Um yeah. so um that's a really cool way to think of it for sure i i is there anything in particular that you feel like um people come to you the most with in terms of like dream themes or like things that have been coming up a lot recently oh and do you ever see like dream trends like maybe all of a sudden a lot of question yeah like the collective maybe starts all kind of picking up on similar imagery, messages, themes? Yeah, there have been times when people weren't sharing the same dreams, but the themes revealed themselves through different symbols. Mm. So mm-hmm. I noticed that even though the symbology and the patterns in the dreams were different, some people were, because we have collective events. Uh, so I know that this is a huge pullback, but like with 9-11, uh, mm-hmm. 22 years ago, yeah, 22 years ago, um, it, it was it had a huge impact globally, or at least in the Western um, Westernized nations, and and so that affected everybody's dreams in a way. Okay, and and so with the things that have been going on in a general collective way, whether it's climate change or like the rise of fascism or something like that. It's affecting people. And so all of these uh, general contributors, they play a role in the dreams as well. And in recent interpretations that I've done for close uh, friends and, and, and important people in my life, I noticed that um, a lot of us are being confronted with societal expectations and pressures. And that's coming a lot in our dreams as we learn to assert ourselves first to our own selves to live the life we want to live but we are challenged with the conflict of emotions of being our own true self and also dealing with societal conflict that comes with what people expect and pressure us to be and who we actually want to lead our lives as. Mm, That's so interesting. That's Mm, really interesting. Cause yeah, I resonate with that. Do you resonate with that, Amy? I do resonate with that. Um, 
I'm so sorry. There's a situation in my cul-de-sac right now. Okay. Um, yes, okay. I do resonate with that. And also I'm a little stuck on the fact that 9-11 happened 22 years ago. That is a little depressing because I feel a little <laughs> shit. But um, but yeah, no, I think that I agree with Ricardo and I never really thought about dreams as like uh, our outside reality affecting us subconsciously in our dream state, which makes total sense. I just think it's something that we don't think about on a regular basis. You know what I mean? So Carl, Carl Jung, who is another scientist who studied dreams after Sigmund Freud, um, he coined the term subconscious collective. And this is because, and I studied his stuff as well. And I studied from his disciples as well, um, it, which is global events or national events and things that change general circumstances that actually affect daily lives they take they have an impact they take a toll on individuals it's just that it reflects in different symbology and dream experiences but it's there it's so interesting like yeah the collective unconscious is that the same thing Kind of, but I think unconscious and subconscious are slightly different terms. And the subconscious is um, the subconscious is um, more of like a part of your identity, identity. Mm -hmm. And the unconscious is more about like uh, habits that we have, right? That like they they're not a part of our identity. They're more like, like things that we do. That we haven't so that, collectively become aware of yet. It's the same. I've been thinking about this a lot in terms of, of like, like coping um, mechanisms. I was thinking about this a lot like lately in terms of just like all the things that are coming up now that like it's like 20 years ago we saw those same things, but we thought there was nothing wrong with it. You know, like just like the there's whole thing with like Ashton Kutcher and like he was doing all these things and saying all these things. And back then we were like, huh, cool. And now we're all looking at it and going like, what the hell? And it's. Is it like the what it jacked or punked thing? Yeah, yeah, just like interviews he did where he was like talking about like underage people. It does it doesn't matter. The the point is, I think I feel like I think of that as the collective unconscious, like something that we're all kind of not aware about mm -hmm. ourselves until we like have time to to look. So the subconscious has more to do with like the individual um person. Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yes. And the subconscious cool. collective is kind of like, oh, there's all of these things happening in waking life mm -hmm. and they're taking their toll and impact on people and their dreams reflect those influences differently individually. Mm. So that's what I associate loosely with the subconscious collective. And what if somebody is continuously dreaming about um, like a specific – I'll just give you an example – I frequently dream about Pete Davidson. I don't know why. Do you know who that is, Pete Davidson? Is that the comedian from Saturday Night Live? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, everyone, like every, I don't know, two months, three months, he'll show up in my dream very prominently. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why exactly. Like, is there a reason if some because I don't know him personally, obviously, mm -hmm. right? And it's not like he's even on Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live anymore. Yeah. So like, is why would that be happening to someone? Like if something keeps arising in a dream, and you don't even know your connection to it? Okay, mm -hmm. I love this question, because it helps us share how 
my mode of dream interpretation actually works. Mm -hmm. So rather than think about, oh, it's Pete Davidson, I, I want to ask you, what does Pete Davidson represent to you? What are like the main features? Like, does he make you laugh? Is, is he attractive in some way? Is it I does... feel like Alexa loves Pete Davidson. Am I wrong? In a lot? <laughs> no, I do. I do love okay. Pete Davidson. Okay. <laughs> Instant he, gossip. He, <laughs> yeah, no, I do love Pete Davidson. He makes me, he feels like kind of, he's like cool in a weird way and yeah. <laughs> I don't know like he's cool and funny and attractive in a weird way in like a subversive way I mm. hope I'm using that word correctly a subconscious well. way I don't know um but I I like his energy I like think he's funny and I don't know that's so, it so considering that I I do believe through my practice and through the work that I do I do believe that the subconscious mind when we're experiencing dreams is asking us a question or inviting us to assess and put things into a certain perspective to see if that serves us or not. I wonder if in the context of the dreams or in the context of your waking life, you find that there's a lot of seriousness that is overburdening you. And so in comes a breath of fresh air in the dream independently of what's going on in the dream, we could actually do a dream interpretation if you recall any of those. Um, but like this element seems like because he plays this kind of like fresh of, uh, breath of fresh air with humor, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of a decompressing energy. And mm -hmm. so perhaps that's mm -hmm. kind of what's happening in the dream is that like in this situation that you're experiencing the dream that reflects this part of your life, perhaps there's a lot of seriousness that you find yeah. cumbersome. And this insertion of that energy that is humorous, that is playful, that is so akin to who you are, Alexa, as a, as a human being and a waking person, it, maybe it's your subconscious mind inviting you to like, yeah, let's just insert some humor and some fun into these things that are, yeah. are expectedly serious. Yeah, like Ooh. not take things too seriously. That's yeah. a good interpretation. It is a really good interpretation because because that is what I think of him. Like he's kind of just like, ah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't take <laughs> yeah. things too seriously, it yep. seems. So maybe it's, yeah. So you're saying it's kind of like an invitation to like embody or inject more of that into my life. Yeah. And I also remember like listening on some of your um, podcast episodes and there's this recurring theme with you, especially because you love embracing the child energy or the childlike energy and the energy of fun. And every once in a while, you try to bring it in more into your life. And so this dream might also be like a reminder of that. Yeah, this is a part of who you are. And perhaps this attractive persona, because it's not Pete Davidson, you know, it's a, a mm -hmm. facet of yeah. yours is showing up in the dream. And it's like this attractive persona energizes you so mm -hmm. it's probably an invitation to really embrace that aspect of yourself Look. i know i was like little merch drop no big deal <laughs> wait um I, go ahead I, sorry yeah. i just have i just have the the weirdest thought pop in my head go <laughs> i don't You're know this podcast. might be this might be so out there but like so is your i don't know why i just got this image of like a guide of mine, for example, being like, when she goes to sleep, I'm going to put the Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson costume on and I'm going to 
<laughs> like, I, and I don't even know if that's the right way to think of it. I guess that's what I'm asking. Like, I know that is the weirdest thought. And I know it's like no one even – my question is, I guess, in your subconscious, is it possible for – let's say you have a guide that really is trying to, like, help you out with something. Is it possible mm-hmm. for them to, like, appear or embody a different energy to engage with you in the way that they want you to engage? I, I, I genuinely – the thought popped into my head and so I'm just asking. I have no okay. Idea. So we are going to – Take a little step aside, not away, but aside from the matrix. Is that okay with you? Sure. So we are human beings. We have brains. We have eyes that we process the information that is around us. But the more science progresses, the more we understand that what we see is an like an infinitesimal part of the reality that surrounds us at every single microsecond. So um, keeping in mind that we have spirit guides and spirit teams and all of this stuff, you know from interviews you guys have done that they don't really care about what they're masking as long as it serves you and it helps you understand. So even if it's through a dream, um, putting on, the, for, example, for example, the Pete Davidson mask is like, okay, this works for her. So I don't care that I have this on so long as this inspiration or this guidance is being um, communicated, whether it's a ship conscious mind or your spirit guide or your dream guide. That's interesting. Mm. Wow. But there's oh, also like you. pretty pretty obvious symbols like the eagle, like it, the eagle usually represents um, autonomy, uh, higher perspective, but also in certain contexts, it can be a symbol for a spirit guide accompanying you. So mm. especially with people that have somewhat um, indigenous background in their lineage or they're fully indigenous. Nice. What are what are other like? You said there's like pretty obvious symbols. What, what are some other? What does the ocean mean? I want to know what oh. the ocean means. Yes. Well, so the, independently of how the ocean presents itself in in the dream, the ocean has to do with your dreams performance as your subconscious mind revealing mm-hmm. itself to you. Your emotions, your intuitions, your desires and aspirations, your shames. Everything that is portrayed in how the ocean is behaving is a hint or a link to any or all of those parts of yourself. So the ocean, Mm -hmm. water, it has everything to do with who we are as human beings, as spiritual, emotional, and um, I'm missing something here. Wait, what part? Physical? Yeah, physical. Yeah, (laughs) but more of like the spirit living in the body thing, but the physical, not so much. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I, that is, that's interesting you asked about that, Amby, because I, <clears throat> the, the one thing I was going to tell Ricardo, I didn't, besides the Pete Davidson thing, was the only dream I can remember recently that really stood out to me. And Amby, I think I told you about this, was that I was, just came across the beach, all the, there, it, there was an orca and a hammerhead shark, and they were both beached and like mm-hmm. dying slash like melting away. And the the water was super far back, and like it was really Receding, really hot. Yeah. yeah. And um, so and this it was is just a dream such a graphic yours. dream. Yeah, it was just such a. Okay. Vi- and I remember being like, "What the? F- what is going on?" Like it just mm-hmm. felt like really strange in the dream. Mm-hmm. So what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, so, you may. Okay, so here we go. Uh, like th- just impromptu. Uh, sharks in general have to do with instincts and with the ability to survive. 
and orcas, dolphins, whales, just in general, have to do with more of like, it's not instinctual, but it's primeval intuition. So it's kind of like, if you associate um, cetaceans as like long living um, beings that live under the surface, and they're in contact with parts of the ocean that we can't even fathom, literally. Um, and then um, in the in the dream symbology, they represent pieces of wisdom that are connected with like core primeval intuition with your spirit and it's not even on with the subconscious mind it's these presences depending on the type of whale and all of that and th their behavior so it it might be that as the waters are receding and these creatures these two creatures are exposed to the elements and they're at risk uh and they're dying or they're dead already yeah well they're dying they're okay um, so it, like it's kind of like with the tide receding, I don't know if it's a natural recession of the tide or not. Um, but with the tide receding, it's kind of like, if you don't accompany, uh, these, the instinctual aspect of the shark and the deeply intuitive and deeply gregarious because orcas are especially gregarious. And this has a lot to do with your personality. If you don't accompany them with your sensitivity and your emotions, the ocean, right, the the water mm. being present around them, these aspects of yours that are instinctual and gregarious, they will be depleted. So it's not a warning, mm. but it's kind of like, how are you um, receding? <laughs> how is mm. your presence receding and leaving these aspects of yourself vulnerable? Does that mm. make sense to you? So if we Absolutely. just take the interpretation from the question or invitation approach. Thank you. Wow, that gives me a lot to think about, actually. Thank you a lot. Thank you so much. That was very impressive and insightful. Ambie, yeah. is there anything you wanted yeah. to ask about? Sorry. I have one. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I had this dream a couple of weeks ago. It still stuck with me. And I think I know what it means, but like, whatever. Um, I was going was with somebody I don't want to say who I was with okay. somebody and um we were trying to get to the ocean and we were on like an inflatable raft okay. and we were on either side of the inflatable raft so we weren't in the raft and we were trying to go over the break of the ocean but we couldn't okay. because the break was too high and there were rocks and we kept getting stuck on the rocks and mm -hmm. like, we couldn't go past the break and the ocean was like so dark, you couldn't see anything. And it was yep. like nighttime. Mm. So nighttime um, for certain types of dreams means that um, whatever you fear in waking yeah. life, whatever you fear might happen is not, it's probably not going to come through. Oh, good. So, okay. So it's, it's kind of like, a, not a reassurance, but it's like, this is something that happens in the dark of your mind and it doesn't necessarily reflect waking reality. No, oh, well, that's okay. excellent. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, with the ocean, with kind of like the ocean. In blocking... that same breath, Andy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so with the, the image of the ocean kind of like blocking you, you're trying to get to the ocean, but it's blocking you because there's a lot of like ire there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of like violence. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of violence in the ocean, 100%. Yeah, so th there's a lot of emotional violence 
um, yeah. that might happen if you actually jump into the ocean. Uh, and so the raft is a vehicle and the vehicle is how you're leading your life. And so you're sharing this load, you're sharing this, this vehicle with someone and you're kind of partaking in this process. Am I exposing too much? Go ahead. You're all right. We're already there. We're all naked right. on the podcast. Okay. Go all right. You got to get that extra content on Patreon. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so the thing is, uh, as you're trying to approach, you're trying to get to this stage where you're more in touch with emotions. It's kind of like you're not ready because you haven't waited for the ocean to calm down so that you can safely embark on the journey that you actually want. So until that storm calms down, whatever is causing that uproar within you, un until you find a way to calm that down and listen and see how you can actually approach and get the raft or whatever you want on the water so you can traverse it safely, Mm -hmm. then the, the ocean itself, your own subconscious mind, your own emotions are telling you, don't move forward. It's it's not safe now. It's not for you to to take this step at this moment. And what about the rocks? Do the rocks mean anything? Yeah, the rocks mean that you're you're bound to get hurt if you force yourself forward. Very interesting. All right. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I hope they, they just mean you're gonna get hurt. It's fine. That's no, because like they can they can be like a grounding force that, that kept you safe. You were not yeah. just thrown into the ocean. But at the same time, if you force yourself into the ocean thing, the ocean as a symbol, into the emotions, into the pit, into all of that violence, yeah. you're bound to either drown or get thrown onto the rocks and get hurt. So if the other person in my dream was on the rock, I was not on the rock. Does that mean I'm going to hurt them? Or does that mean that they're going to hurt me? There, that means that you both might get hurt, even if you're not intentionally trying to hurt each other. Because either one, you were either on the other side of the raft trying to carry it through. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was more of a partnership than like a competition or, you know, like trying to hurt each other. I don't think so that intentionality is obvious in the dream. Wow. But it's your dream. So remember, it's it's how your subconscious mind is perceiving and inviting you to look at things. Well, that was a little too insightful. <laughs> there. That was a lot in my psyche. <laughs> but like, uh, you, I'm kidding. Thank you, Ricardo. Okay. So, so. wow, that was awesome. Um <laughs> That so, felt like a lot of therapy in one dream. Yeah, yeah. That's very just Ricardo, you're obviously very so naturally gifted at this and very mm. accurate with this. Um but so I, I have no idea what's going on on, on it. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, right you don't know. <laughs> but what I'm curious about is um how well, number one, I know that you have a, an and we're going to move into try it in tales in a minute, yeah. but I know that you have a dream and like dream interpretation groups. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Like, what is that? If somebody is listening to this right now and going like, wait, I love this or like I could do this or I want to learn about this. So I, I made a post on your group earlier today where I shared a little bit of what I do. So with the dream interpretation groups is you have a two month cycle. So eight weeks where we have, uh, as it is now, no longer than 60-minute video meetings per week, but we have a WhatsApp group where we constantly communicate. So everything that we can't 
we manage we do not manage to talk about in those one hour meetings uh, video conference we get to chat there and it's fine and i i love the two experiences that i had because one was more of like here's how we can learn from each other and the other one ended up being a little bit more of like an individual coaching thing because someone fell through and um but it was they were all be all beautiful and and the the advantage is that for the two months um uh, period where people get to learn their own register um style it's a lot cheaper than getting a consultation with me a single session or a package of sessions that are also available on the path of inner peace page mm -hmm. um on instagram and and so it's two months where people get to bounce off each other and get to ask me questions directly and they have access to me. And I think the price is really um, appealing because it's not very high and you get a lot for what you're paying, uh, considering that it's a six day a week contact that you have with me. And you might not leave interpreting dreams like me but you're not supposed and this is one of the things that I, it was so important to like highlight in the process of these dream interpretation groups which is no one is supposed to interpret dreams like a or b or me you're hmm. supposed to interpret dreams like yourself because the more you become acquainted with your own subconscious mind and your dream language the better you interpret your own dreams because hmm. that's for you and so i work as a bridge and i I understand the invitation from the dream, <clears throat> pardon me, and I communicate that to the person. Mm -hmm. And so uh, as a hype man myself, I kind of acknowledge and recognize that the subconscious mind plays a similar role. Always yeah. inviting, always suggesting, always asking the right so questions. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, these groups are good for somebody who wants to get better at understanding the invitations from their subconscious and understanding how their subconscious talks to them and how and they... Le and learning from other people too, <clears throat> because yeah. questions that someone might not remember to ask, someone else will. Yeah. And so they can learn from each other. So it's a maximized experience. Yeah. And whether it's like a one-on-one -on -one coaching thing, which is a completely different scale of pricing, especially, uh, whether it's the group or just a session, like I, there's an essence there that comes even from the Temple of Alchemy, which is it's a safe space. And mm -hmm. sometimes or most times dreams reveal really vulnerable aspects of ourselves. And I, I know that it's important for me and it's important for who comes to me. I know I'm speaking fast, but I just want to like get it through. Okay. Um, it's really important that people feel safe, received, listened, heard and protected because this is a harboring place. You know, uh, since we were talking about like the water and the water also has a connection with the dreams, like just as a general symbology thing. <laughs> and um, and so if people don't feel safe, they don't open up. And if they don't open up, they can't understand themselves and they can't understand the communication that is constantly happening between them and their subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. And I want them to have the best relationship with themselves ever and possible. And mm -hmm. so that's why I offer these services, because this has become second nature to me. And I've seen the impact. I've seen people who've left toxic relationships and toxic work uh, locations to find a much better way in life. And I'm grateful that I was able to serve them in such an impactful way. And so mm -hmm. if you're interested, DM me at Path of Inner Peace. Let's talk about it. Path of Inner Peace on Instagram. I like that, Ricardo. No big deal. Just DM me. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. And no, it's okay. And we'll put um 
we, there's like a special discount that uh, Ricardo's offering for our listeners. And we'll put that information in the show notes. Yeah. Correct. So for, for anyone that you, Ambi, <clears throat> Jessica, Catherine, Sakwi, and uh, Christina recommend, if you say turning leaves, because we're at the cusp of changing seasons, if you say turning leaves, you will get a 25% discount on your first appointment with me. And for returning clients, there will be a week later this month or in crossing between now and October, where returning customers will get 50% off on any individual readings. So, Amazing. That's an incredible yeah. deal. That's, so a, you that's guys, a recurring thing if every you're month. Getting, <laughs> if you're getting the tap on the shoulder right now, Ricardo yep. is, as you can see, obviously amazing. And so definitely take him up on this. And Ricardo, so we were, again, talking offline a little bit, and I was asking you, like, wait, so <laughs> because I had a feeling that the two things you do are obviously must be connected in some way. So I was asking, like, how does Try It Entails, like, relate to your dream work? So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> tell us. So I, if people don't know me from before, I lived in Japan for 12 years and I wanted to keep on drawing. I was teaching English in Japan and I wanted to keep on drawing and I focused on like connecting with things that were important to me. And I started imagining this location that I wanted to focus a lot of attention on to have like a basic home for the story that I wanted to tell. And that's Senkai, which translates into mountain world, which is a region of Triadin. And um, and I started visualizing this and I visualized it so much that it seeped into my dreams and I started traveling around and finding places and the lakes and the, the islets and yeah. some of the houses. And one day, a friend of mine who worked there in Japan with me, she posted, she went on vacation. She said she was going back home and I was like, fine. And then she posted a picture of a mountain and a lake. And I was like, I know that. I've dreamt <laughs> of it. I've drawn it I've been there and um and she said yeah that's in Calgary and and then I started searching for images of Calgary and the Yukon and so much of those landscapes are winds if not the actual places and there was another part of it which includes some islets they have that in Canada in the lakes there but uh, there were some islets with a certain configuration and when I moved to the second prefecture that I that I was going to live in, I found those islands right at the beach, like on my morning walk. Wow. Uh, like, okay, so this <laughs> is something, this story is getting done sooner or later. Mm. So I've been working on this for over 10 years and I'm finally like the iteration of the story that I loved was started like three years ago. And two years ago, I started um, working on the second chapter, which is being released now. I'm so honored for anyone who joins the Patreon because they're enabling me to work more on this full time. And this vision of uplifting um, indigenous people, uh, queer people that need uplifting representation, people need to see themselves. Uh, every day, I kind of hit myself in the back because I just want to get this out there. And it's so difficult sometimes. But every day that a queer youth, regardless of their specific identity, kills themselves, I feel like there's a knife being stabbed into me or mm -hmm. someone being killed. Because we need to create a world where it's safe to be ourselves and love each other. And this story is all about that. So, mm -hmm. Can you show cool. a little bit? That's so beautiful, first of all. Can you okay. show a little bit of... I'm going to show from the it's... mug. 
Yeah, so, so he's holding up. So this is This is the mountain world. I'm holding up the wow. mug that shows Rogar, mm-hmm. who is the window into that world, touching Ashu, which is a Torgian, a mixture of a tiger, lion, and mountain yak. And oh my gosh, they're... my kids are obsessed with this, by the way. <laughs> yeah, if you guys are into like, an- to me, it really reminds me of anime. Like it's like yeah, it, yeah, it crosses yeah. over into anime. If you guys are into anime, you're going to be obsessed with this. And I know so many people who are obsessed with anime. Um, mm. But it's like a whole new spin on it as you're talking about. It's very yep. like progressive and it has so much heart and spirit in it. And how can people access it? Like how can people get access to it? So you can find me generally on Instagram at Rick number four art, but I opened up the Triadin Tales page. So it's Triadin, T-R-I-A-D-I-N, Tales, um, as in stories. And you can you can follow me there. But I think it's also on the post that I made in the Inner Bloomers um, community. Um, and you can also go to the web the website triadintales.net and you can find more stuff there you can support us by going to the shop and if you use the promo code on all caps inner bloom if you're an inner bloomer and you use inner bloom you get 10 percent discount on any purchase you make Ooh. Uh, and there are one- really cool things in there <laughs> like, <gasps> yeah. that's a good christmas gift idea for my kids oh cool thank you Ricardo. oh well well i i'm thinking of like that image of rogar with ashu who's a major creature in the world um, of turning that or adjusting it so that there's a blanket because uh, they have blankets on Printful, which is what I use for the mm, Shopify experience. That's so cool. A blanket. Yeah. Cool. I'm all as about a, the cuddles. As a double tourist, I can never get enough blankets. I have too many blankets, <laughs> but I will take more. Um, by the way, I wanted to say somebody in our Facebook feed, I don't, well, he, you must know him, Ricardo, because he says, Ricardo, he has the best dream interpretation group ever. His name is Sok Hui Tay. Her name is Sok Hui Tay. Oh, and I'm she so was, sorry. She was a member Hi, Sok, of the first sorry. group. <laughs> oh, she was yeah, a member of the yeah. first group. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. she's amazing. She's amazing. She's a sound healer. She does vocalizations. It's, she's awesome. She's the best. Wow, that's amazing. I hope you can interview her someday because she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, send us a message, Sock, because, yeah, maybe we can. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. There's a glowing endorsement from a former uh, uh, member. And, yeah. <laughs> Ricardo, is there anything else that you want to share, either about dreams or your groups well, or anything that you feel like we didn't go over? I mean, I so- feel like we went over a lot, but. I, I know, but so just to sum it up, go to Try It In Tales on Instagram, on the website, which is .net, or the Patreon, which is only Try It In. Um, or if you want to connect with me for dream interpretations, intuitive mediumship calls, or anything, uh, remember to use the turning leaves thing. If you're a returning customer, make sure to ask me when that week, it's five days that are, that promotion is going to be up, and I'll make a story about it. Um, but go to Path of Inner Peace. So I've got different aspects of myself yes. on Instagram, <laughs> but it's Rick so that I don't muddy Path the Path of Inner Peace. Try it in tales. Try it in tales. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. We'll put them in the show notes so people can follow along in all the okay. aspects. And yes. thank you so much, Ricardo, Rick, 
for um, being here and just sharing all of your magic and uh, giving us these amazing interpretations because I think yeah. it, uh, that gives Ambrosia and I both a lot to think about personally. So thank oh you. I can't wait to hear <laughs> from you afterwards. <laughs> anyway, thank you, thank you for having me and thank you for letting me share what I love doing and hopefully what will impact people's lives positively. So peace thank be with you, you always. Thank you so much. Mm. And until <laughs> next time, everyone. Keep on blooming. Yay. Bye. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.